Hello, Adam. How's it going? Hello, Joe. And hello it's to everybody. Going good. Oh, I forgot that you. I, I forgot that you respond. Uh, and hi to everybody <laughs> listening. My name is Joe Tance, and I'm. I live in California. Adam Burns lives in Arkansas. And every week for the past four weeks, he and I have called each other. We've known each other for a little over six years, and we've called each other for the for this trial run here for four weeks now. Adam, this is the big cliffhanger. Is Mike Lawson going to come back for the next episode? Dum, dum, dum. I don't know. But, you know, I just want to say something about Mike that I've said before, but I don't think I've ever said it on this podcast. Um, There is a show that I listen to. I think Mike has a a very nice voice. Mm -hmm. And I think he has a very nice podcasting voice. Mm -hmm. And there, if any, if you listen to any NPR type shows and then you listen to Mike, Mm -hmm. He has a very NPR sounding show, but specific Mm -hmm. or voice show. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you listen specifically to a show called How I Built This, How I Built It. I think I know where you're going. I think we've heard this before, but go ahead. Well, I don't know if I've said it on this show. I just want to say it on this show. So all of your listeners for catching up, Mm -hmm. even if. You know, catching up goes off the air mm-hmm. because Mike refuses to do it. Yeah, um, it's how I built this, and mm-hmm. the guy's name is Guy Roz. Mm-hmm. Is the guy's name? He's also cute, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, any of those kind of um, NPR guy sort of voices, but Guy Roz, mm-hmm. how I built it, sounds just like Mike. Now, do you have an example just- to play for us? Because of course, we know you wouldn't cock tease us like that. We no, know I don't. That you, no, I don't. We know that you would not do that. That you definitely pulled up a an example of what you're talking about so that you wouldn't just you wouldn't do that to the audience. I know the audience. Look, I know this Adam Burns, right? And he is not that kind of person. If he, you know, right, I'm, I, before on. you do that Mike Lawson, yeah, before you do that Adam, somebody in the chat room asked if there's a catching up version the theme song with Mike Lawson. I'm going to tell you something. Yes, there is. And here it is. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Oakland. Joe's in L.A. There's more England Wait, no, that's the mistake one. That's the mistake one. There is, there is a Mike Lawson. I'd have to find the fixed version. Ugh, I didn't think about it. I forgot that he sent us a mistake. Um, uh, the guy Rich sent us a mistake one that the, it was doubled over. But anyway, there is a Mike Lawson one uh, that exists. Uh, and one day, maybe, you know what? If Mike comes back, we'll play the Mike Lawson only version. I don't know. If, I, Adam, I'm, I'm being serious. I don't know if he's coming back or not. I'm 50-50. Well, we can only hope and pray. But here's what I'll say, Adam. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you're up for it. Um, if you get a hundred more Patreon subscribers in yeah. the next twenty four hours, mm-hmm. no, I'm just. I don't know. No, what Mike, I'll, we'll come back. I don't what I'll say is this: is um, is even if Mike Lawson doesn't look, look, catching up is really you've you've done a noble job sitting in for us. For Mike Lawson. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But um, I think that even if Mike doesn't, if Mike comes back or if he doesn't come back, I think 
that you need to we should do a show now someone i should give credit where credit is due a listener named honeydew honey donut suggested the title that we should do a show called throwing down which is the opposite of catching up with adam and joe i think would you do a show called throwing down with adam and joe i would you know there's a show called throwdown with bobby flay but I, I don't think we'll get sued since it's throwing down. Yeah, and I don't think it's Bobby different. Did. But by the way, I found the correct Mike Lawson version. Here it is. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in L.A. They're boring and they're gay. That's how he kills his friend. he kills his friend. Don't incur my glosses wrath. He is a violent psychopath. He'll dump your headless corpse in the bay. Catching up with Mike and Joe. Now it's time to start the show. There you go, Adam. The all Mike Lawson version of the catching up theme. Anyway, now Mike Lawson. So Adam, just that's, that's the way to introduce because I know you wouldn't cock tease us. I know you have it <laughs> queued up now. I even gave you more time to queue it up. Well, the guy from uh, How Building Is Your House. All right, let's see if this works. First yeah. of all, can you hear it? I, yeah, that's really quiet though. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see Everyone if I can. Everyone should know just... while he does that. Adam is a, an expert in sound. Hmm? You're an expert in sound. You don't say that, and then it's going to be too quiet. Well, it's being ironic. Well, I you didn't you didn't I I shouldn't have said that because now you're putting me on the spot. Okay, which she had less time to go shopping for. Oh my god! And only rich people could afford personal shoppers, so she thought, hey. Why not figure out a way to make that they more sound affordable very similar and less time consuming? Okay, that was saying. that was way too quiet. But do you hear the? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree with you. Look, they don't have the exact same cadence, but I could see why you would think that. No, if I gave Mike a script from this show mm-hmm. and asked him to, they sound like twins or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyway. That's it. So every time I listen to this show, to how I built this, because it's about uh, entrepreneurs starting mm-hmm. businesses. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, I every time I listen to it, I think of Mike. You know what's so, so funny? Because someone wrote into me and they said, don't you think and, – and, and they I pulled it up. They go, don't you think Adam sounds like this famous television personality? And I was like, oh, I never thought – so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see right now um, – uh, this is this is a person talking to the president. Here we go. Yeah, just like you told me to, Sergeant. It has been thrilling, really thrilling. And I love pile. Are you sure you can't break away? The tour's getting more exciting by the minute. One of our stops is going to be the Department of Agriculture. Now, what do you think? Do you think you sound just like Gomer Pyle? No, but um, I could see how people who don't have a Southern accent can hear any Southern accent and think they all sound alike. But no, I mean he's got a he's got he's got a really thick golly whatever that sergeant golly Sarge, I, I it's oh, a wait, really Adam, thick I'm southern sorry. accent like this. Aren't you just doing your regular accent right now? No, shut up. <laughs> now, Adam, I have to apologize to you, 
Everyone should know we were supposed to do the show. We, I was five minutes late to the show. Do you want to know why? I was actually supposed to be How early. How dare you, Joe? Do you want to know why we were late? Why I was late? And this, this is not one of my stories. I already had my stories pre-planned. Um, either your mother had some emergency and you were like sitting nope. in a wait, hospital waiting room or something, nope. or, nope. um, or let's see, your cousins kept you long recording a podcast. Nope. Because they had to drink beer or something. No. Nope. I don't know. No. Nope. <laughs> your car broke down. Nope. I don't know. You were on the phone with the twink. Nope. Well, no, that uh, happened no on my way home, but, uh, no, uh, I had to give a class today, right? You don't usually have classes on Sundays. I got locked into the school. Into the school. <laughs> I was in the school. Now the Were kid you like banging on the windows. Well, no, 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 no. I I was on the property. I get out of the classroom. I couldn't get out of the out of the school itself. The gates were all locked, and uh, all the kids jumped the fence. But I'm a fat guy in his forties. I'm not gonna fucking jump the goddamn fence. Like a fucking uh, like a like a farmer. So I uh, I I called the main custodian. He had to come all the way down and let me up. I had to sit and wait for him to come and let me out of the school. Is it like a? Is there a chain or something, or is it an automated like gate? No, that you know, it's funny that you say that. I was talking to the custodian because I was like, because I've been to schools where they have like, um, it's basically like a big gated door. But what happens on those school? Every other school I've ever been to, on those doors, you can go out. You just can't come in, you know. And uh, I was saying, like, and he was saying, like, yeah, I've been telling the administration that's really dangerous because if there's a fire or a shooter, you can't get out. Like it's locked mm. from the inside. So I think that's very dangerous. You should be able to get out from the inside. So uh, anyway, so that's why I was. How yeah, long were you trapped? Like twenty minutes. Just sitting there like a like a fool. Anyway, Adam, <laughs> well, enough about you're here me. Now it's fine. I forgive uh, yeah. you. I know, enough about me. What is going on with you? What have you been? Because it's been almost two weeks. Because we recorded early. Because you were going to go chase Pokemon in Montreal, and then it's been like, yeah. way over. It's been like a week and a half. So what's going on with you? Well, I went to I went to Montreal, and I'll I'll talk about a little bit of drama. So I'll, I'll mix. Uh, well, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll. That'll be my second story. But anyway, Montreal. So the only thing exciting about Montreal, so all day Saturday, we got to Montreal just fine, and we checked into our hotel, no big deal. And then on Saturday, we had um, Pokemon all day. But what does that Friday, mean? Wait, uh, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. What does that mean, Pokemon all day? Like, you just threw that away, like, oh, of course, Pokemon all day. What does that mean? What does that look like? Walk me through that. What does that mean? You woke up in Montreal Saturday morning, right? Yeah. No, we Sunday morning. So we flew oh, so, to Montreal okay, so, yeah, on yeah. Saturday. Okay, so you and wake then up we in Montreal woke up Sunday yeah. morning. Sunday morning, you wake up. Tell me, walk me. I, I don't know what that means. Walk me through that. So they have events. So Pokemon Go is is a Pokemon game where um, it's on your obviously it's on your phone and it's augmented reality. So as you walk around the real world on your screen these Pokemon appear actually on the map around you. So you, you can't just, you have to literally walk around in order to see these things because mm -hmm. they're, they're popping up geographically in different locations. Yeah. And so you catch them and they, there are all these different 
ones, they have like eight or nine, what they call generations now. So Mm -hmm. they're, I don't know, they're a hundred or something. I'm going to get this completely wrong, but there are a lot of them in each generation Mm -hmm. and they're up to generation five right now on Pokemon go releasing them into the wild. Yeah. And then they have pokey stops, which are, you spin them and you get little items that you use in the game. What, what and is a pokey gems. gym? Yeah, I only hear about people talking about gyms. What are gyms? Well, a gym is where you go and you battle, uh, you battle other Pokemon. So you somebody there are different teams in Pokemon. There's Instinct, there's Mystic, which is what I am, and there's oh I can't remember what the other one is. It's red, yellow, and blue. Anyway, we're blue, which is Mystic, and um, you. You try to capture a gem by beating if you if like let's say instinct has control of a gem, mm-hmm. you will go to that gem and you'll battle all the Pokemon in there. And if you defeat them all, then your team takes ownership of that gem. And then you put one of your Pokemon in there, and other people in your team can put theirs in as well, up to the maximum of like six, I believe is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then other team other teams can come around and you know beat it and take ownership. Now, so you're saying that you, so on Sunday morning, you and Mark woke up, and do do, do you talk to other people in the hotel? So they're like, um, "Oh, Adam, I'm in Montreal. Uh, this is my French Canadian accent. What are you doing here? Are you here to take in a fine culture, a French Canadian food, to have some poutine? Uh, what? Why are you here, Adam? Why are you and your Filipino boyfriend here? Not really. I I, I, the, I will say this: they do uh, speak French. Yeah, oh, wow. Look, look at you, um, uh, uh, Rick Steves here. Who, uh, for those of you who don't know, yeah. um, French is the official language in yeah. Quebec. Mm-hmm. Although, luckily for us in Montreal, about 70% of people who live in Montreal are, are bilingual. Mm-hmm. So they speak English and French. Mm-hmm. But they they start with French. So what you'll hear is they'll be like, bonjour, or whatever. And then mm-hmm. if you say hello to them, they'll go, oh, this is a stupid person that only speaks English. And then they'll switch over to English. So luckily, like all the Uber drivers, mostly, we had one Uber driver who didn't speak any English, apparently, because... I mean, and we don't speak French, so mm-hmm. you know, good luck. But uh, for but other than that, like the hotel per- people at the desk, yeah. the Uber drivers, like all those people, they all mm-hmm. spoke English. But they would start with French, and then you'd be like, "Oh, hi, I'm a stupid American who only speaks English." And then wait, wait, over you to told English. them you were a stupid American? No, no, no. I'm oh. I'm exaggerating. Anyway, no, you just speak to them in English, and then they'll they'll switch. So anyway, the, my 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 point is, when people ask you what you were doing there, you would say, well, "Nobody, I, go ahead." Nobody really asked. I mean, I, I'm not like you, Joe. You get in an Uber, for instance, mm-hmm. and you want to have like a in-depth conversation with the person. Yeah. Like, you know, are you married? Do you have kids? What did mm-hmm. you do last night? Like you want – we get in the Uber. We say – hopefully we say nothing. Hopefully we just get in. We say hi, and that's it. And we don't say anything else until we get to where we're going, and then we say thank you, bye, and we get out. We don't have conversations with our Uber drivers. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, seem to, uh, I, I come from a world where I feel that they're human beings too. They are, but I'm I'm an introvert. I I don't start up conversations with people I don't know. So let me get this straight: you're an introvert who has videos online where you're fucking produce, and your abusive ex boyfriend is blowing you, but you're an introvert. Yes, podcasting and video making is you in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. It's not you and it's not you with a crowd of people around you and you having to talk to them. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. To- you know so many podcasters and YouTubers who are introverts. So you're an introvert. Is Mark an introvert? Yeah. Okay. I would so say. Then, okay. So you guys flew to Montreal to be around all these people as you chase down fake creatures. 
Yeah, we only talked to maybe one or two people um, during the whole day. Mm-hmm. There was one British lady who started talking to us. Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit of a conversation with her. But other than that, we talked to each other pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but anyway, no, you want to know what this is. So we, they have it in a big park. Um, I don't, I don't remember the name of the exact park, but they have this big thing called the biodome. It kind of looks like Epcot center Mm -hmm. and it's on an Island. So you, you cross whatever the water is, whatever the river is there. And you go to this Island and it's the whole Island is basically a park and they, this is called safari zone. So they, there are no gems in this one. There's just pokey stops all over the place and they have different things going on. Like, you can hatch special Pokemon in eggs, so you do a lot of walking because you have to walk in order to hatch eggs. Mm-hmm. And then they release a bunch of shiny Pokemon that you that are very hard to get normally. Mm-hmm. And so as you're walking around the park, you have a better chance of getting those shiny Pokemon there at that park. They, and it only works for the people who have purchased a ticket for the event. Your Your game does not show those Pokemon or anything unless you have a ticket for that day. So anyway, you go there, it's a huge park, you walk around the park, catching Pokemon, spinning stops, doing all of that. They have food trucks there, they have, you know, water stations and all that kind of stuff. But you literally just walk around the park all day long and catch Pokemon and, you know, eat or whatever you want to do as far as Oh yeah, the do they have food there and everything for you? Yeah, there were there were food trucks. Oh. So um, so there was a food truck, food truck area at the beginning. And then like uh, further on in the park, there was another food truck area. Was it a success? Did you guys get a lot of Pokemon? We did. I got like eight, 19 shiny Pokemon and Mark got 18. So that was successful because mm-hmm. they're, they're rare. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we got mostly what we wanted, mm-hmm. but what I was going to talk about and did you guys I, have sex I, in Montreal? Did we what? Did you have sex? With each other? Either or. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Why? Why not? Why? Um, so, but anyway, we, uh, we went to a strip club mm-hmm. because I'm a fan of strip clubs. Yeah. yeah and Montreal, as most introverts are. Yeah. Well, I go to strip clubs and sit kind of in the corner and just watch creepily. Oh, my God. Um, until I get drunk, and then I'm a lot more confident. But um, anyway, so I uh, went. We went to a strip club, and I it's called Stock Bar. Mm-hmm. And you can actually look online; they have a website. And apparently, I've I've not looked because you have to pay. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they also live stream the strippers. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to go to the bar, you can pay a fee and watch the strippers. Mm-hmm. And they get uh, in Canada a lot of their strip clubs. They get all the way naked, which is my favorite. And uh, so we went to Stock Bar on Saturday night, and uh, there were there were quite a few hot strippers. That one one stripper came over to us. The one thing that I don't like about strip clubs is they all want to come over to you and basically fawn all over you to try to get you to buy a lap dance yeah. or you know to go back to the room. I li- mm-hmm. I'm okay tipping them, like going up to the stage, giving them dollars, mm-hmm. uh, doing all of that kind of stuff. You know, I-, I need to have a drink or two in me so I lose a little bit of my nervousness or embarrassment walking up to the stage and all that, but I'm okay with that part. But I don't like them coming over like bugging me, you know, and having these fake conversations trying to entice me to go have a so we had this guy come over and he was cute but he wasn't 
all that. I mean, he was okay, but I, you know, he wouldn't have been my first choice to buy a lap dance from anyway. But I'm not going to say. Um, How would you classify him in the gay world? Was he an otter, a bear, a twink? What was he? Well, they were all pretty much smooth and muscular. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so. What porn site would you see him on? Um, Sean Cody? Maybe. Next Door I mean, Studios? Was, I wouldn't say Bellamy or I wouldn't say he was necessarily a twink mm-hmm. because he looked a little bit. He was probably late 20s and he was a little bit too bulky to be a twink probably. But mm-hmm. it was muscle. It wasn't. I mean, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't fat. But yeah. um, in between like a muscle guy and a twink, though, somewhere like in between. He wasn't hairy, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say bear or otter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what he would be called. Like I don't know what his label would be, mm-hmm. but it's somewhere between twink and like mm-hmm. muscle boy, like a jock. Something. Yeah, maybe, maybe jock, mm-hmm. maybe jock would be it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he comes over and he like he's like all talking to us and you know, oh, are you guys are here together? Oh, cool. Have you guys ever gotten a lap dance together? Blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff. And anyway, we finally like said well we just got here we don't know what we want to do yet but you know thanks for talking to us or whatever he finally left us alone and so then we find a a good table and everything and the one thing though that i've noticed my favorite strip bar in the world closed it's in it's called it was called wet and it's in washington dc or was in washington dc and the the strippers it was a very small bar and the strippers would literally walk around on the bar and they would walk around the bar. So as you're like, you sit at the bar ordering drinks and stuff, the strippers are just walking around and they're completely naked. There's no stripping. Mm-hmm. Like they come out naked. They just have socks on. That's it. It sounds awful. And so as they're walking around, you literally look up and you can see balls and dick and asshole and everything like right in your face. It sounds and disgusting. they had a bar, like an actual pipe, mm-hmm. um, all uh bolted to the ceiling all the way around so they could hang from this thing yeah and so they would hang from that spread their legs stick their rosebud in your face like everything i mean their you, rose there was, I, i've suddenly turned straight here but go ahead <laughs> there was nothing that you didn't see that was my favorite that's been my favorite all time my second favorite is i don't swing and richards sitting, I, in atlanta. I, don't, I don't need to be sitting there drinking my you know jack and diet <laughs> with smelling some guy's ass i do <laughs> It's fun. Anyway, so this one, though, even though they they do get completely naked, they had this sort of pattern where they would have a stripper would come out. He would be completely dressed. He would take his shirt off. He would dance around, maybe swing around the pole a little bit. He might pull his jeans down a little bit, but not take them all the way off. And then the show would finish. He would go off the stage and then another one would come up, do the same thing. And then they would alternate. The next song, that stripper from before would come back. Mm-hmm. This time, he would have his underwear on. He would first show you, like, his his ass. So he would, like, turn around and, like, pull down. Then he would already have his cock pre-fluffed, you know. He'd mm-hmm. pull that out. But he would go all the way back to, like, the back of the stage for that part. Mm-hmm. He'd pull it out, show it a little bit, then put the underwear back on, then come to the front of the stage and spin around the pole and do everything. So you got a very, like, 10, 15 20 seconds of actual dick mm-hmm. and that was it wow except Where, for one guy who's except for one guy who was uh, you find that the 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 strippers that are not quite as attractive they'll mm-hmm. tend to show their penis more mm-hmm. you know and then but now 
so that was kind of that. That was the pattern there. Mm-hmm. And then, but they did have a shower over on the other wall. And occasionally one of the strippers would go and get in the shower and they were completely naked for that. So they would shower for a complete song. And, uh, you know, we were thinking, oh, we don't want to get a lap dance from this guy who comes up to us, who came up to us at the beginning. But about an hour and a half into the into the thing, mm-hmm. he was one of the ones taking a shower. Mm-hmm. And he had a big old dick, like sure. really big. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we should have gotten a lap dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so he took a shower. and But that was it. It was just we just watched some strippers for, I don't know couple of hours mm-hmm. and then played Pokemon the next day. So that was my, Oh, this happened the night you got this. It wasn't the day of Pokemon. No, we, because we had to, it was a very short trip. So we were flying back early Monday morning mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go to the strip club Sunday night and then have to get up super early yeah, to fly. Yeah. Why would anyone want to do that? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we did it. We, we came in, we got into town around six or something, checked into the hotel mm-hmm. and then, you know, got changed, had dinner, and now, then did anybody the recognize you when you were there with a big wait are you you're not adam oh, of adam and maddie who fucked the watermelon no 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 one did no one did has anybody but, ever uh, recognized you for that no would anyone even come up to i don't know but no one's ever come up to me and said i mean how how slim a chance would that be it's i'm not to porn star level i've just gotten you know, one video of a famous YouTuber's views, you know, over mm-hmm. all of the videos, you know, so yeah. I, I'm not to that level. Have you ever thought of, re- like, you know, revisiting it, like maybe making some new videos? No, I'm past that point in my life. Would Mark ever let you let you film you guys having sex? I don't think so. I wouldn't even, I'm past that point in my life. Like, I've, I've, I've gotten... A dad Adam. bod going on. I don't. I don't strip down at all mm-hmm. for anything. But there's, like, it's never ever. too late to give up your dreams, Adam. There are people <laughs> who are into like you know, daddies I've never, and silver daddies. I never and... had a dream of being a porn star. I just mm-hmm. liked attention. Yeah. So that's it. Anyway, that story leads to a second one, which I'll tell as my second story. Yeah. There was drama as a result of all of this, but or or. This helped to cause drama in my next. Oh, okay, story. so that so that actually so. fills in some holes, that, so to speak, that I had because we'll discuss that in your next story. Now, Adam, I gotta tell you something. What's funny is this happened actually like so long ago, but it's been so long since we recorded. Everyone's hearing this in the right order, but like, uh, you know, it's been over a week since we spoke. But my parents have a pool man. And he comes once a week, and lately he's changed his schedule where he shows up much. He used to show up like at eleven in the morning or something. Now he shows up at like seven a.m. Okay, and and he's gone by eight. And so I heard you saying you wanted to get in the hot tub. Do they have a pool and a hot tub, or does the pool boy come to work on the hot tub? He works on both. They're connected. Okay, so, so you have they have both. They have a yeah. pool and a hot tub. Yeah. Okay. And the hot tub is in ground. It's connected to the well. It's not connected to the pool. It's a separate. It's separate water, but like it's connected to the pool. Anyway, nice. I didn't know you live in like a mansion. Oh, I live. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know how it is. You know, right you have here. like a gardener and a chef, like a cook on staff as well. And well, I'm the cook. There, oh. there is a gardener though. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, 
so the point, Adam, I'm here on the estate, on the plantation that I own, is that uh, the pool man, he comes, you know, once a week now, early in the morning. And my parents, you know, God bless them, they're retired. And look, I always tell my parents this. You worked your entire life, 40 plus years, you deserve this retirement, live it up, right? Like, I would be bragging that I don't come out of my bedroom until 10 a.m. If I worked, and I could see if they didn't work hard their whole life, but they worked really hard their whole life. They had to get up like at five in the morning and go to work. Live it up, right? But they do this thing where, like my mom specifically, she likes to- Well, they have a pool and a hot tub and a pool boy, so they're they're living it a little bit up. Well, the pool boy, you keep saying that, but it's like a 50-year-old Korean man named Mr. (laughs) Un- Right. Oh, so it's not like a hot, you know, no, muscular. No. no, I would be. Oh God, no! I'm, you know what? If they fire Mister, and I should find one of those. Yeah. You anyway, should. the point is that uh, they have Mister Un, you know, like a fifty-year-old Korean man, and uh, Mister Un has started coming at like seven a.m. And my parents, my mom used to live in this fantasy world. I'll, I'll hear her talking to her friends, and she's like, "Yes, I'm out and about. You know, we have to have breakfast by eight, and blah 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 blah." That is so not fucking true. Like, <laughs> they don't even come out of their room until earliest nine thirty, nine forty-five. Well, you just got finished saying you thought that was how they should be living. I their did. Life. I know it is how I think they should be living their lives. I just don't understand why they lie about it. Oh, I see. So they're telling people like. Oh, yes, you know, I'm up every day at 7 a.m., you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, you're not. They stay up until, like, 12 a.m. watching, you know, NCIS, and then they wake up at, like, 8 or 9, and then they, like, then they, like, lie in bed and, like, read the news and play on their, you know, their their iPad, whatever tablet they have, and all that, right? And then they just, stum- they just like, come out. Anyway, Mr. Un coming early now has fucked everything up, sort of, because he's very old school. So you have to give him a check. He'll leave you a bill, and then you have to give him a check. And, you know, so my mom has missed some payment because he's gone by 7.45.8. My mom's still in dreamland by then, right? So one day I'm up early, and I'm outside watering my garden, as I do. And Mr. Un walks in, you know, 7 o'clock, 7.30. I don't know what time it is, right? And I, I, but I, know, I thought you said you have a gardener. Is that is that you? This is my own personal gardening. Like my own oh, like, okay. herb. I have, okay. to, I have to water it, you know? The gardener just does like the like the other stuff. So you have a little plot on the estate that's assigned yeah. to you, mm-hmm. that you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm watering the plants. And when Mr. Un comes, I go, oh, you know what? I know my mom. My mom was really upset the week before because she wanted to give Mr. Un his check. And he left. You know, before she woke up. So I run inside and I say, listen. Well, actually what I do, and you'll like this, is I go to Alexa and I go, Alexa, make an announcement. And I go, Mr. Un is here. You can give him the check. My mom comes running out of her bedroom and she's like, stop him. Stop him. Now, by the way, Mr. Un's just started, right? She goes, I go, stop him. I'm going to go down and give him. I'm going to go give him his check. So I go outside and say, listen, Mr. Un. My mom said she's coming down to give you your check. And he goes, okay. And he continues to clean the pool. And I go about water regard. Adam, I'm telling you, he's there for like half an hour, 45 minutes doing the pool. Okay? Nothing. Nothing. Right? Nothing. My mom never comes down. So now I can see he's packing up his stuff and he's doing it slowly. He's trying to give her time, right? (laughs) 
What's she doing? I go, what is going on? So I come inside and I go, mom, Mr. Un is getting ready to leave. And then both of them are like, stop him. I go, what are you doing? Just stop him, Tommy. Just stop him. Right? <laughs> so, like, now he's putting his stuff in the car. And I go, Mr. Un, they want you to wait. And, you know, he has to go to his next gig. There's a, there's a, he doesn't yeah. just show up at 7 in the morning because he wants to show up at 7 in the morning. He's probably so busy with all his pool gigs. He has to show up at 7 in the morning to get them all in. And he goes, like, ugh. Right? And he's standing there waiting, still waiting. It's, like, five minutes. Ten minutes go by. Finally, my mom comes downstairs. Like, she comes in like she's Scarlett O'Hara. She's, like, dressed up like... But just to give to hand Mr. Un the check, right? Oh, uh, so she was so she was showering and like yes, fixing her hair yes. and doing all of that. Yes. Now, why my dad couldn't just come downstairs and hand him the check? I don't know. I think he has Asperger's syndrome. I'm not even being funny. She, she's like Dolly Parton or something. She can't be seen without yes. her makeup and her yes, you know yes. whatever. So so now she's downstairs and now she's mad at me. She's like, "Where is he, Joey?" And I go. He's uh he's packing up his stuff. Well, tell him to w- wait. And then she's like, now she can't find her checkbook, right? And now she's desperately tearing the house apart trying to find the checkbook. Then she needs to find the original bill that he left, and so she knows how much to pay him. Now at this point, Mister Un comes to the back, like the like the French doors in the back, and he's waiting there. And she go, I go, Mom, Mister Un is just like waiting right here. He's like waiting for you. And she goes. Tell him to wait. Tell him to come inside. I go, Mr. Un, come inside. Right? And um, he, and then I just walk away. And I guess he just, like, left? She goes, where's Mr. Un? And I go, I don't know. She runs out this door. Like, mad dash. And chases Mr. Un down. Then my dad comes out and yells at me. <laughs> why didn't I stop And him? you were just trying to be helpful. Here's the thing. So why, they could have given so me why Joe? Okay, yes. Why I would assume that yeah. there is a standard fee yeah. for for cleaning the pool. Mm-hmm. And I would also assume that there's a set schedule. Yeah. Like he comes at a certain time every week or every month, once a month, or however often he yeah. comes. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't she just or why if they're not going to be available, yeah. why couldn't they either pay a little bit in advance mm-hmm. or Leave the check like, I don't know, under a doormat or in the mailbox yeah. or something. Also, does he not accept some form of electronic something so yeah. they could just, I don't know, Venmo him some money mm-hmm. or I don't know. It seems like there's a better way than literally having to get dressed, come out, like do all. I would assume there's some other way. All right. All very good questions. One, you're dealing with a bunch of old people dealing with each other. All right. Because Mr. Mudd might be older than 50. I don't know how old he is. I was was thinking a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one, you're right. My parents should very well. He gives them a little envelope. They leave it and they could totally do that. She just never thinks of doing that. Right. That's just beyond her. Let me tell you this. She still pays the garbage people with a check. She has to go down to the garbage place every month and and write them a check. Okay. I don't even have a checkbook. I don't have a like, checkbook either. No, I literally, I this is what I do. I go to the bank, and they always like they always think I'm so weird because at my bank you could pay a dollar per uh, check on, and they give you three to a page of so three dollars, and they'll give you a page of three checks. I just go in and buy those three at a time, and they're like, you don't want to order checks. I'm like, no, this these three checks will probably last me six months. 
You know, I can't remember the last time I used a check. I have to write checks I, for something. I don't remember. I have to write. There's some. There's some random thing that like three or four times a year I have to write a check. Oh, I, one of them being the magic point, swap meet. Yeah. I feel like at this point in my life, if a business requires me to write a check, I'm just gonna find another business. Like if I'm renting a house or mm-hmm. something. Like we rent this this house that we live in. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have rented it if they're like, oh, you have to bring a check up to the rental yeah. office once a month. No, no, no I'm If they I'm didn't have you. like an online website, you know? I'm telling you, like I have – I don't think the last – I don't remember the last time I bought those three checks because I just always have them. All right? Anyway, so – the, so then, so she, they don't ever think of doing that. That's just beyond to ask them to do that is to ask them the most. Uh, it's it's the most tremendous Herculean task for them to do that to to, to prethink to leave the check. Uh, the other thing is, Mister Un doesn't accept any kind of electronic payment. No, he doesn't have any kind of Venmo or anything like that. My parents wouldn't understand that. There are so many. Adam, I think. Look, even to this story, I think of solutions. Why couldn't my dad have given him the check? Two. Why couldn't they have written the check and handed it to me, and I would have handed it to Mister Un? I don't care any of the all of these solutions. They don't think of it, and I'm the asshole for thinking of these solutions. So uh, that's. That's what I that's what I'm dealing with all the well, time. I think I think your solution is from now on you just mm-hmm. say, "Hey mom, would you sign a check? Leave it down here. I when I get up earlier than you do, mm-hmm. I'll just pay Mr. Un when he comes." So you could offer to do that. That's not offer a bad idea yourself. actually. That's not a bad idea, Adam. But uh yeah, no 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 no. But I, the point was at the end I got yelled at it was my fault and that I never take their side. All right. I- from the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Adam Burns, what is going on in Arkansas? All right. I hate to make Arkansas sound worse than it is, but an Arkansas couple has been arrested after their 13-month-old daughter ate methamphetamine and died, according to court records. Uh-huh. Carrie Darby, 22, and Joseph Phillips, 30, of Widener were charged with manslaughter Though the St. Francis County Prosecutor's Office said Thursday that the charge will be upgraded to first-degree murder. Mm -hmm. The child was taken July 7th to the Forest City Medical Center with a temperature of 105 degrees. According to an affidavit filed in St. Francis County, medical personnel decided to airlift the child to some other hospital. She died on route. Anyway, the autopsy found she had died from methamphetamine intoxication. And um, they, they say that she basically ate the, the meth. Mm-hmm. And um, she got a hold of – Phillips told the witness that his daughter must have got a hold of his box mm-hmm. that contained meth, marijuana, and scales, the affidavit said, and she ingested it. So anyway, they're being charged. And if you look at their photos, uh, you will believe that their daughter ate meth. Are they hot? No, not at all. Do you they look any- like they do meth. <laughs> That's what they look like. Do you find the meth look hot? Ew. No, you can tell. I usually it's when I go and when I go, this is going to sound elitist probably, mm-hmm. but it's usually when I go into a gas station. Well, and we you did know those learn. Ga- I'm sorry to interrupt you. We did learn during your dubious intent days that you are in the 1% of Arkansas. But I mean, what does it take? I'm not, first of all, that that is an untruth. But even if I were, mm-hmm. I'm in what the 48th poorest state or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's hard 
mm-hmm. to, to be in the one percent. Yeah, uh, Mississippi at least is poorer than we are. But anyway, um, but no, I, when I go to gas, sta- it's usually a gas station attendant for some reason, and you have that skinny, mm-hmm. like, Hot. um, you know, just their face has sores, all, like open sores mm-hmm. all over it. They open their mouth, and their teeth are literally like rotting inside their mm-hmm. mouth. Sure. And it's, it's a horrible look. It's horrible. Other than skinny. I mean, skinny's all right, but I mean, these are like, like, um, eating disorder skinny, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. really skinny. And mm-hmm. then like super open sores all over their face. So yeah. no, but on the flip I, I side, they can like, look hot. They can fuck for days on the flip side. Apparently, you know, I had sex with a guy one time that was on some kind of drugs. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was, so I can't say that it was meth, mm-hmm. but he right. couldn't get hard. And finally, I just got t- bored and like tired of trying. I was like, okay, I'm done. So I don't know when people do drugs, sometimes they can't get or stay hard. And so this no guy fun. that you were in love with from the play with the bad teeth, was he a meth head? I was not in love with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what his, I would assume he must have done meth because he had bad teeth. Mm-hmm. Because I think meth is the one that messes up your teeth. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I didn't ask him that question. Did you see his penis? No. Did he see we, your penis? No, we didn't. We literally, he messaged me and I told I him I had t- a boyfriend and that was it. Mm, I feel there was some sexy talk. <laughs> no. What was that noise? It's my... Uh, I had to. It's my mic stand. It it needs to be oiled or something. It sounded like it was having sex. It was <laughs> no. like uh, uh. it's like it's a it's like a creaky door. It just well now it's not making that noise. Oh, there we go. There you go. There's something for you to edit out. Anyway, my boom arm. Not editing that out. Anyway, okay. So here's here's my question to you. Why do you think? Because no one ever talks about this, but there's a there's a big problem with meth in the gay communities. And why do you think that is, Adam? I don't know. I, I, I've not ever been a big drug person, and I've never done meth, so mm-hmm. I don't even know what it feels like. But I guess it makes it where you feel really good and you can party longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know all the benefits of meth, mm-hmm. so I can't really say, but I know that uh, a lot of gay folks like um, anything that feels good, you know, Any, would you anything ever do that meth? feels good. Would I? Yeah. No, I would never, I would never do meth. No. What, the, drugs, the what only, drugs would you do? The only drug that I would probably do, you know, interestingly, and I probably wouldn't do this, but yeah. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, no, sorry. I was watching a Netflix thing. I got confused because they do a podcast as well. But there's a series on Netflix called Explained. It's by Vox Media. Mm-hmm. And they have a new a new series called The Mind Explained. And so mm-hmm. it's like a seven-part series on different mental topics. Yeah. And they had one on psychedelics and yeah. the benefits of – like doing mushrooms or mm-hmm. LSD or something like that. And uh, and actually, there there is some proof. They don't have enough studies yet, but there is some proof that doing that like once or twice mm-hmm. guided, like mm-hmm. with someone guiding you through the experience, yeah. 
can actually have some positive mental effects mm-hmm. no, no, on your no. life going forward. Yeah, there's a lot of research on this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I don't know that I don't know that I would do that. That sounds a little scary, but maybe I mean maybe that would be something I would do if if I thought I was like, man, there are some things in my life that I've wanted to do therapy for. If I could just go eat a mushroom and have a guided experience for six hours, and I'm I'm cured. Mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, maybe I would do that. But uh, so I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Cause th- those are like the strongest drugs, but I, I've always wondered what, um, what, uh, it feels like to be on the one that makes you feel really cuddly and loving and, uh, e. ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always wondered, I don't know if I would or not, but I've always wondered like, mm-hmm. cause they say that's a really f- like friendly, cuddly, loving, like somebody's hugging you the whole time and mm-hmm. touch feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, as marijuana becomes more legal and my mom is using CBD oil on her mm-hmm. joints or something, then maybe, maybe I would try that at some point. But the problem with what, E is that, yes, that's amazing, but it totally, cause it basically like floods your brain with serotonin but then what happens is the on the when you come down off of it, your mind, your brain is just zapped of all serotonin. You can go into a deep depression. People's jaws hurt. There's a, there's a huge. It's everything that's just as good is just as bad the next day for a lot of people. So you would just be mm. equally as depressed. So for a lot of people, maybe they, yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big drug person, so I mean it's not something even with alcohol I I drink very rarely. Mm-hmm. I mean so it doesn't even mostly I'll drink like when I go to a Pride 48 event maybe I'll get drunk one night and that might be the only time I'm drunk the whole year mm-hmm. until I go back and like you know hang out with my Pride 48 friends again. So mm-hmm. I really I'm, I don't judge it. It's fine for people to do that. It's just not I've never been drawn to those things a whole yeah. lot hmm. so what about you what about me what would you try or or have you i've really only done marijuana i, I i'm afraid i'm like I, I i would never do like a lot of the drugs it's not necessarily there's a moral thing it's just i don't want the side like like i know with coke there's a weird thing that goes down your throat and then also, like, you, some, a lot of people have to take a shit immediately. I don't need that. And it also doesn't last very long. Coke only lasts, like, 15 minutes, you know? So I don't need to do Coke. Yeah, I mean, and you're, if you do it too much, your nose bleeds. Yeah, and I don't need that. I have, you can no, have... I have no interest in meth or heroin. I Like I told you, E sounds interesting, but I don't need to have the depression or my jaw hurting. I don't, I just don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need any of that stuff. Um... Cam always wanted to do uh, LSD or shrooms with me, but the problem is, and this, this, this must have, this should have been assigned to me early on in the relationship, is from everything I've read, if you're going to do that stuff, do it with people that you really trust, you know. And I just didn't trust him enough to do that with him. Um, I'm, I am sort of intrigued by microdosing. I talked to my psychiatrist about it, and he's really cool. And he was in the problem with microdosing is as your body adapts to it. Well, then you have to up it. So you keep upping and upping and upping and upping it, you know, um, and so to, to, to chase where you are. And so I don't know if I'm necessarily super into that. But other than that, I'm not a big drug person. I like to be yeah, in control of I'm, things. I'm not really either. I, and also, I've, I'm a fan of being in control of myself. And like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not always a fan of the feeling of being out of control 
or, you know, whatever, even with being drunk, it does. Drinking does give me more confidence, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, one thing. So in, in the Pride 48 trip in New Orleans, I apparently was I thought the bartender at the strip club was cuter than the strippers. And apparently at one point I was tipping the bartender in his underwear and he showed me his dick. But um, I only got enough confidence to like start telling him I wanted to give him his tip in his underwear after I'd had a lot to drink. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it does give me more confidence because I'm not a super confident person just in general. But Adam, a WeHo man named Sexy Vegan denies sexually assaulting dog. A 37-year-old West Hollywood man named le- legally named Sexy Vegan appeared in court Friday and denied an allegation of sexually assaulting his pet Pitbull and posting an image of the act on social media earlier this month. Vegan, also known as Hansel Bartolo III, pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor charges of, exalt- of sexual assault on an animal and posting obscene matter. The charges stem from a video prosecutors said was posted to a social media account by Vegan on September 5th, allegedly depicting inappropriate behavior with a pit bull. Um, anyway, here's my question uh, to you is, first of all, I'm looking at this guy right now. Sexy Vegan is not sexy whatsoever. But my question to you is, you know, you're in Arkansas. Isn't this just called Tuesday? It's always back to Arkansas. I want to know. I just want to ask, why are you a vegan if you think it's okay to sexually assault an animal? Because aren't you generally a vegan because you want to treat animals better and you don't want to kill them? Maybe he loves them so much that he wants to give them the sweet D. But assaulting them is, I mean, I guess marginally better than killing them to eat them, but not much. It's got to be pretty traumatic. You love sucking dick, right? Not a dog, Joe. I didn't say a dog. You just love sucking <laughs> dick, right? Yeah, I do. Is there a certain animal that you would just love to suck the animal's dick? No. No. And what about like a horse? A, uh, huh? What about like a horse? No. I've no I no. No animals. Ugh. Ick. That's gross. But you're in Arkansas. It doesn't matter. It's not I've never known anyone or even heard of anyone around me that has done that sort of thing so uh, i don't know if it's common or not but i haven't heard of anybody doing it i I don't think it's as common as you might think all right very good do you have any questions about this story about sexy vegan my only question was how are you a vegan and then you're assaulting an animal that was it he's just trying to show love adam why are you so judgy that's me judgy adam all right so adam now i'm dying to know everyone should know i was talking to a friend and he said, have you listened to Geeky Gay this week? And I go, what is that? <laughs> and he goes, your co-host yeah, Adam Burton has another show called Geeky Gay. I'm like, oh, he does? And he's like, yeah. No, yeah. Adam Burton, is Geeky Gay available on everywhere you get podcasts? It is. You okay. can just look for Geeky yeah, Gay yeah. and that's so, it. So this person tells me the episode number. And I go and I download. I go, Adam, now, is every episode as compelling as episode number 215? None of them are compelling. 215 215 is compelling. I'm telling you, everyone should go download episode 215. But unfortunately, I got interrupted in the right right when it got good. And then I've been so busy, I haven't been able to get back to it. And and I'm being honest. Actually, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to go back and listen, even though I'm going to get even. 
I take it an, uh, an even more uh, true look into the peak, the, a peak behind the wall that is Adam Burns. But Adam, do you want to explain to everybody what happened? And, and you explained this in 215. No, yeah, no, no by the to... way, you said, now let's clear this up because on the show you said it opens up with Adam going like, hi guys. All right. So pro- some of you probably got an error about trying to download episode 214. <laughs> um, so I just want to tell you, but didn't, so it was episode 214 when you talked about going to the strip bar in Montreal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what not we only not only did I talk about going to the strip bar, but one thing I left out that I, that we just talked about earlier is the stripper who was not as attractive as everyone else who decided to have his dick out for longer. Yeah. Actually, even had pre cum dripping off of the end of his dick, which I know you would find gross, you know, because you don't want to see things while you're sitting there drinking your beer. But I mentioned that on the mm-hmm. show. I'm like, oh yeah, and he had pre cum dripping out and like all this kind of stuff. So then, thirty minutes after I had released that video, well, no wait, I get no, it. no wait. I guess you're jumping to the end. You're jumping to the part I haven't heard yet. So let me tell. Can I? Well, why don't you explain? Because you tell you go in detail about how you were in your. You got a call from your mom that one of your cousins. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Oh, okay, you're gonna tell that. All right, good, good. Yeah, good. yeah. So I'll try to be quick about it because <clears throat> it's a long story, but. After it can't be any that, longer than your hor- horrible Pokemon Go story where you went into detail. I wanted to say Pokemon Stop because that's how long you your story was. Me about I that. just asked you to tell me what you, they look like. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm getting the, the, in, the, the gamer's guide to Pokemon Go. How dare you, Joe? Anyway, so uh, I had just released that episode maybe 30 minutes after. Maybe even while I was recording the episode. I don't know. I get a text message from my mom. And she's like, hey, so they were in they were still in Seattle because my grandmother died. And so they were there. And the the son of my stepfather's best friend would stop before you say anything. I thought this while I was listening. Is he hot? The son? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, is he gay? No. OK, go on. His name is Adam. I mean, that's something we have. in common. But anyway, so uh, he wanted mom had mentioned that I do podcasting or something for some reason. I don't know. And so he asked her, like, is there anything I can listen to? And so my mom text messaged me and said, is there anything that Adam can listen to? And I didn't want, I don't, I don't friend my family on Facebook. I don't tell them the name. I don't tell my coworkers the name of my podcast. If they find out that I podcast and they say, oh, is there anything we can listen to? I just say, no, I, I like to keep work and hobby separate you know, et cetera. So I don't really give any of that information out. And uh, so I've got, I got so stressed out. I didn't even respond to the text message. I was like, I was talking about, I was like, I don't know what I should do. I just released this episode and I, I can't tell them. Even if I tell, I'm like, well, let's see. What if I tell them my recap show? And Mark said, well, at the end of the recap show, you say the other podcast that you're on. So then they can follow that and get that. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. Like, what am I going to? And I wasn't really worried about Adam because he's he's young. And I mean, I think he's probably pretty cool with gayness. But the thing about my family is they know that I'm gay, but I don't think they can handle the complete gay package. Right. I mean, they're just getting used to the fact that I have a boyfriend. We live together, like all of that. They don't want to hear about me liking to suck dick. Mm-hmm. You no, know, let, I mean, let, that- can I stop you for a second? Because when I was listening to that, I forgot about certain things. Like I had forgotten that 
you just fairly recently came out to them, like what, three years ago, maybe? Like two years ago. Well, okay, they that's a longer story. They knew, but I just admitted that Mark and I were partners or boyfriends two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more than that, okay. maybe three years but ago. But then also, they know about the video, you fucking watermelons, right? No, they know about the webcamming that I used to do. Oh, but they don't know about the watermelon and the, all that. Yeah, all that. Okay. So, um, and so anyway, so I was like sweating. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just not going to respond. Then she starts texting Mark. Then she calls me. Then she calls Mark. Like, it's like some emergency or something. Yeah. So finally I call her and I'm like, mom, I do not think I, I said, I said, I don't do anything that I consider to be wrong or anything like that. But I do not think that all of my family and everyone, um, I just, I want to keep that separate. I I appreciate that you guys are trying to be accepting of me, but, you know, I have various friends, atheists, non, you know, Christians, others. We talk about some stuff that you guys might not be comfortable with. I'm not telling you the name because I just, I don't, I don't want you guys listening to that. I, I said, I don't feel like anything I say or do is wrong, but I just don't want to. That's not a part of my life that I'm ready, Yeah, you know, for you guys. To, and, I, you know, and I thought that would be it. Then I get a text message from my mom five minutes later, and she uh. said, gotcha, <gasps> geeky gay. Oh, no. And she's like, Googled you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I go into, like, overdrive. I'm like, oh, my God, I just talked about pre-cum dripping off a stripper's dick Mm -hmm. just 30 minutes ago i released that (laughs) that's going to be the one that's right at the top of the list Mm -hmm. you know they subscribe so i call her back and i freak out i'm like mom i told you (laughs) and she said um and she said well uh your stepdad found you on youtube and so that's a little bit better because my most recent youtube videos were just like traveling Mm -hmm. stuff so like Mark and I went to Hawaii or, yeah. you know, whatever. So I, I released. Here's the inside of Scooter's a-hole. <laughs> no, it was Hawaii was just like, and here's Pearl Harbor. And, you know, I mean, there was mm-hmm. nothing really, you know, anything. But and then uh, here's the stripper Pearl Harbor. Here's his but, a-hole. But I used to. But, you know, I used to do Geeky Gay a long time ago. I used to do it on video and release it on YouTube. And I have no idea what I said on that because that's been, you know, four or five, six years ago. Yeah. And those are all there. So I went in and made every video private. Then I was like, I've got to I've got to do something about the the podcast, because what if they what if they then start searching for podcasts? So then I was like, well, I've at least got to delete the one where I'm talking about the pre-cum mm-hmm. on the stripper's dick. Sure. So I deleted like that one. And then I went back to the past week and deleted a few where I thought I might've been talking about new Orleans or, you know, strippers in new Orleans or whatever. And I was just freaking out. So anyway, there's been, a, so then that one is still not there. So if anyone tries to download that one, they'll get an error. But wait a minute. But, there's an um, episode uh, where you talk about how you did this. So they might hear that. Well, the the next one I just said, I told about the drama, but I didn't mention what I talked about. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I just said I deleted the episodes that I thought I was uncomfortable with, but I didn't say what was on there. And uh, so, yeah, it was so stressful. And I know it's it's Does hard. Does your mom know you fucked your uncle? I did not fuck my uncle. My parents are very conservative. My family is very conservative. And even though they're nice to my face, 
I know they have a problem. I mean, literally, I went to my family's house Friday night. They had Fox News on the entire yeah. evening. Mm-hmm. I some part of me is like, you know, I should have just kept my life in a box. Like my whole life, there was a gay side of me and there was a non-gay side of me. And I kept mm-hmm. those separate, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like that that was probably easier. Yeah, because now you didn't pull a tail with a latte boy and make up a name for yourself. And then this yeah, wouldn't have been I, a problem. I've always prided myself in not doing that. But every time something like this happens, I think, damn, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now. I mean, I can't. I mean, I could completely disassociate myself with all of my podcasting family and friends, uh-huh. make up a new name and just, you know, secretly release a new show. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a whole bunch of group of friends and podcasts and community and everything else. So the, you know, that's the horses out of the barn or whatever you say. But anyway, that was drama. So that, so I don't know. I mean, I need to just be free and just say whatever I want. And everybody has been so supportive on Twitter and everywhere else and saying, you know what, Adam, you told them you weren't comfortable with, with them listening. If they choose to listen, that's on them, not you. And yes, it is on them, but it, it could affect my relationship with them, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know. It was very dramatic, but I did. One good thing came out of it or um, one nice thing. Adam, I, I went ahead and messaged Adam on Facebook and I said, hey, Adam, here's the reason I didn't really want to share it. My parents are just getting comfortable with the fact that I'm gay. And sometimes I talk about some things that I really don't want them to be listening to. And I don't think they would appreciate. Mm -hmm. And he said, and he responded to me and he said, and I gave him the name of the, of a couple of podcasts that I do as well. So, um, cause I thought he would be fine with it, but, um, I don't know word for word, but he basically said, um, I'm going to look it up cause I want to, I said it on the podcast, but I. I just thought it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, thanks for the info. No worries. Be proud of who you are, my friend. Anyway, I thought that was cool. Are you tearing up? No, I'm just my my voice is raspy for some reason. What did Mark think of all this drama? He just, well, I don't know. But he just said, you know, he said they shouldn't have looked you up. You asked them. You said, please, I want to keep, you know, I want to keep this separate. Mm -hmm. He said, I I think it was wrong of them to then go Google you or whatever. But he just said he was sorry that I was so stressed and he felt bad. I feel bad that um, I'm going to go now Google you onto uh, XTube and see what's there. He doesn't talk like that. Oh, my God. Are you are you fucking uh, a, a watermelon? That is a disgrace in my country. He knows all of that. When we started dating, I was still doing webcam modeling. He knows. Does he ever ask you to recreate it for him? No. He hasn't. Do you swallow his cum? Are you going to, like, take clippings of all this and then, like, send it to my mom? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think we can leave that for people's imaginations, but I've already said I like to suck dick, so. What about after supper? Anytime. No, I'm saying, will you discuss this on After Supper, the show we're doing after this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Very good. I will. Unless you, well, you could record that and not tell me and release it. And mm-hmm. But anyway. Hmm. Everyone should know Adam is drinking Mountain Dew right now. Apparently, that's a white trash Southern thing, mm-hmm. and I do it. I like it. And I'm I'm gonna stick to what it. What are you hearing in the? Because you you know everyone should know Adam plays trumpet in a church. What are you hearing in the church about this impeachment of Donald J. Trump? 
Nothing. Interesting. I do not. I don't stick around for the sermon because I I can't. Like I, it's a Baptist. On? No, it's a Baptist church, and I just could not. I'm not a Baptist, and I couldn't take it. But I so I just play my trumpet in both the services, but I don't stay for the sermon. And I don't talk to anyone. I never talk to people about their political beliefs. I mean, like no one, probably not even people that agree with me or that I agree with, because Mm -hmm. normally they'll, you know, I I just don't like confrontational conversations. I -hmm. I don't enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So I don't ask people, but my parents watch Fox News and my brother was there and he's a big old redneck. And they were talking about how the Democrats were just grasping at straws, doing anything to try to get Donald Trump out so they can gain back power and that it was all a bunch of, you know, crap. And and I don't. The only thing I can say, well, I could say a lot, but the only thing I can say is or that I'm going to say to be brief is. It makes me sad to think that either my parents are evil enough or bad enough people to know how much of a bad person Donald Trump is and mm-hmm. still support him mm-hmm. or stupid enough to think that he's really not done any of this stuff because it's got to be one of those two things. Evil was probably a bad choice of words, but but that they have the type of moral character Mm -hmm. that would allow them to be supportive of someone who is as horrible as he is. But if you tell me that they exclusively, I I love how I'm defending your parents here, but if you tell me that they're exclusively watching Fox news, it's not like Fox news says, Hey, we're all doing evil things. Ha ha ha. They are brilliant at framing it in a way that gives them the plausible deniability to, to so they can tell themselves, well, this is what – in other words, it straight up lies them and, and, and misguides them uh, so that they can have a reason for why they believe this. So now then, so then it's morally so justified to themselves. Uninformed ignorance then. Well, they – in their head – now, Republican of the show John Arts might chime in here, but um, – in their head, Fox News tells them that they're they're right to believe this. And and by the way, it's in this is true for politics for the Democrats and the conservatives, for the Democrats and Republicans, where it's it's to the point now. But now, by the way, this is not like it's unprecedented. Our, our country goes in waves, uh, you know. And but right now we're at a time of high polarization of ideologies. And so right now, it's not even necessarily about what you believe. It's almost like the Dodgers versus the Yankees. Does that make sense? It's not even now about ideology. It's about just, you know, we're Republicans and fuck the Democrats. And, and, and the same is true, too. We're Democrats and fuck the Republicans no matter if what they say is good or bad. It is, but I I think there's a certain point at which you need to admit mm-hmm. this person is bad enough that yeah. I need to – I need to get that person out of office, even if it hurts my party a little bit, because I I can't have that person in office. But I think that was easier in the days even of Richard Nixon because – and by the way, this for everyone listening, this applies to all sides. The poison that really the, – the real poison is the 24-hour news cycle. In the days of Nixon – uh, 
uh, you had just newspapers and the, the evening news. Now, by the way, everyone should know, and you know, uh, uh, there's a podcast that's gone into this in really good detail where they covered Watergate. The same thing that we saw now with Donald Trump, like we're seeing right now with your parents and all that, the same thing was happening with Nixon and Watergate, meaning like the Republicans were super in his camp for most of the Watergate scandal. Most, I mean, the, until until the smoking gun tape came out, where he literally was like, you know, s- literally saying on tape what everyone thought that he was going to basically obstruct justice. Th- he had like high popularity in the Republican Party, you know. So uh, it, 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 unless that happens, it's, it's going to be the same thing here. But I think the twenty four hour news cycle, that you know, they they can spin it in a way they can handle it a lot better. And again, this go- this is true for both sides. Uh, but you're right. I do think we are an important thing. That I wish my, rep- my 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 friends across the aisle could see this. That we're in a state now where it's beyond party, it's beyond ideology, and we have a truly a threat to our democracy in office. And yeah, I mean, he's doing things that dictators do. He's calling news fake news to discredit mm-hmm. the news, yeah. so that people will stop believing the news, mm-hmm. so he can maintain power i mean i i just think you know every other news source that i've looked at except fox news Mm -hmm. has said similar things about trump and what the things that he's done so i feel like i've done my maybe i haven't maybe i mean there's some other news source i need to check out but i've looked at you know abc nbc cbs cnn NPR, maybe all those are democratic leaning. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm. But if so, is there a middle of the road news source that I can check? I, I, you know, I don't know. PBS but I mean, News all Hour. The news... PBS News huh? Hour. PBS News Hour is pretty like down the line. So maybe I need to start looking at PBS News Hour. But I mean, everything other than Fox News is giving us, you know, all of this information, and you know we what's heard. So yeah. I, I watched the tr- the uh, hearing, the Ukraine hearing, yeah. and listened to them talk about and read word for word what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, it's a it's it's notes; it's not word for word. But I mean, they read word for word what was in the notes, mm-hmm. and it's obvious to me what he was saying. Oh yeah, you, you know? know what's so funny is I'm going to tell you something that before last night I was thinking it was an unwise political move for the Democrats to go for impeachment of Trump, right? I just thought, not that he didn't deserve it for a million other reasons, but I just thought it was unwise. Well, hold on for a second. Well, hold on. Go ahead. Then on Reddit, someone pointed out this video. It's called called Legal Eagle, I think it's called. It's a YouTube show where this lawyer kind of goes over legal things. And he went over the impeachment, this impeachment, this Ukrainian deal. And he does it in... Very nonpartisan. I mean, he does give his opinion, but it's very fair. It's just the facts. And he's telling you, because I will say it was hard to keep up with what's going on because so much information was coming out so quickly that it was hard to keep track of it all. So he takes it. He puts it in a timeline. He presents. It's about half an hour, 40 minutes or something like that, right? And it's called like, I think it's called Legal Eagle or Legal Eagles, right? Just put in Legal Eagle Ukraine or something. And okay. it's kind of like a, but he presents in such a way that when I started watching it, he's not even necessarily making a case per se. Obviously, he gives his opinion because sort of his his job on the show, but um, so he does editorialize. But it is mostly facts, and he sticks to the legal facts. And by the end of it, I was like, 
holy shit, he needs to be impeached. Like, and it's not even what's so funny is the media is focusing on the phone call with the the prime minister of the, of, of Ukraine, but. To me, the stuff that's more offensive, A, at the end of that call, the uh, the president, or I don't know what kind of system they have there, but the head of the Ukraine government says to him, oh, by the way, Mr. President, you know, I got to tell you, I was in your country recently. I have some friends who were there, and I went to go visit them in New York, and I want you to know I stayed I at stayed the there. Trump Tower. And I, that's, that's bad. But then the other thing that's way worse, and I think this is going to be the, the thing, is the fact that this call and some other high-level calls that shouldn't be in this other server, the White House have been moving them to this like super-secret server, and you're like, that's bad. Oh, his organization has made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of officials from foreign governments staying in his hotels. Yeah. Since, and I mean, and this is, I, I hear this on, like, I listen to Planet Money and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, all of those are probably Democratic or Democrat leaning, but I mean, all of the NPR stuff that I listen to, you know, all of that. But anyway, all I'm saying, and you know what? I don't know, though. I do have a part of me that feels like, first of all, he's not going to be removed. I, I find it, I don't, I do not think that's going to happen. Well, it would be very hard. I mean, they'd have to really... Because you um, need two thirds, and the Republicans right. control the Senate. The Senate is not going to. They're, they're they've got Republican majority, and they're going to just stick with him no matter what. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to get removed. And I do wonder if it's bad because he could his base. And I don't know if John Arts is a Trump supporter, but his base, I believe what Trump said one time, where he could stand in the middle of the road and like shoot somebody, just mm-hmm. like. And his base would be perfectly fine with it and be like, yay, you know, we're still voting for Trump. I feel like most of his supporters don't care mm-hmm. that all the bad things that he's done or they'll mm-hmm. just they'll just say, oh, no, the fake news is just spinning this. He didn't really do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he can also use his imbe- his impeachment to get people to come and vote for him. To say, look, they're all they're all doing this horrible stuff to me. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to impeach me. You, we're in danger of losing the office. You guys need to come out in droves. Mm-hmm. I think it will actually help him to get more people to come vote for him. You know what's so funny is actually either way he wins. I'll tell you why. Either there is a backlash and he remains in office another four years. But everyone should know that Donald Trump did not expect to win. He really thought he was going to lose. And the plan was, after he lost, he was going to start his own news network, okay, and make more a ton of money basically making his own Fox News. And if you notice, it recently, now he's even turned on Fox News. I think he's seen on the right on the wall. I think he's thinking, I might lose this, and is trying to set up shop so that he could start his, you know, Donald, his Trump news channel, TNN, you know, Trump news network. After he gets out of office and then rake in the dough. Because you know what? I'll be honest with you. There are 32 million people who love him. And if he started a Trump news network, they would go. You know? They would follow. Oh, yeah, sure. And and so I think either way, this Trump nation, even if we – even if Elizabeth Warren wins, right, the presidency – Trump nation isn't going anywhere. He'll just be around now on on his own news network. So – you know, I know this is turning into a political thing, but I was listening to uh, a podcast that talking about Joe Biden, and apparently, he really 
um, he really sounds kind of incoherent in some of the debate answers that he gives. And I think his age is really catching up with him as far as him being able to make coherent thoughts and remember what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, he, I don't know if we should uh, choose him. I, I think he, he may, I mean, I don't want to be ageist or whatever, but I, I don't know. I mean, Trump's I, how is Trump younger than Biden? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. About like, like five or six years. I wish, I mean, I know they couldn't win, but I wish like Pete Buddha judge just because, you know, he's. Do you think he's hot? I think he's cute. What's that? I, I definitely noise? think he's cute. My computer, sorry. But I think he's cute, but I, I don't know enough about his policies to say whether I support him. But I, at this point, I'm going to vote for any Democrat. So. All right. Now, Adam, what you what you got going on next week, Adam? Well, this week I'm just working, but I'm going to London on next Sunday. We mm-hmm. won't, since you and I won't talk before I go to London, I would imagine. Um, I'm going for a conference, but I'm also going to, I don't know, go to a couple of shows, have lunch with my, or have dinner with my ex at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Maybe see his family. And I, I just love England because I lived there for a while. So I'm going to have all kinds of fun in England for a week. Uh, what am I gonna do? I don't have anything going on next week. I mean, um, just you know, podcasting's my job now, so now it's pretty much my job. I mean, it's it's weird. I, need, I I was actually thinking how I need to get out in the world just to like experience things, to have things to talk about. Uh, on the show, yeah, you know what? I got nothing except for starting, you know, a new show with your former co-host Daniel J. Brewer. I mean, and other podcasts. I don't really have anything going on this week. I, I and I'm working. I really am working on changing that. It's it's something that I really, really. It's important to me to uh, to change that. So uh, I'm going to work on. That. I'm trying to do interesting things. But what about any? Okay. Yeah. So what's going on this week for you is you're you're going to come up with a plan. Yes. Some action items for yes. how you can have a more interesting life. Yeah. Even if I have to go by myself, I'm just going to start doing more interesting things. I need. What, you right. know what I've learned is. The good thing and the bad thing about podcasting is that all of you, even including you, Adam, are my friends. Some of my favorite people in the world, like you, Taylor the Latte Boy, um, you know, Mike Lawson, uh, all, you know, everyone in the room, everyone on my Patreon, they all, they're my friends and I talk to you all the time, but you all live far away, you know? And think about this. The only person who lives close to me is this horrible Laurie Roggenkamp. That's the curse that I have. <laughs> the only person that's close to me is this Laurie Roggenkamp. And I need to get out and make real friends that I... And I have real friends, but I noticed that like at the end of the summer, Jean-Paul... I, I still haven't seen Jean-Paul like, in six weeks. He's been gone. Okay? Like, he's in Folsom this weekend. Okay? Mercedes was gone, but she has a family. You know? Adam Vaught, one of my be- Adam Vaught is my best friend. He lives in the Bay Area. Like I need to start making friends around here, around me, that we can go and do things. Uh, I need I need to bring that back into mind so I can go on adventures again. You know, Richard doesn't talk to me anymore, so I that's that's an important thing. That's a, now that I have my work life balanced again, I need to now start finding people to do things with. That that's basically my goal. That's what I'm trying to tell you. One. Um anything else? No, that's good. Well, Adam, you know, everyone should know we talked about in the beginning, you know, starting possibly in a couple of weeks, you're going to hear our new show Throwing Down with Adam and Joe uh exclusively so, here on Patreon. But yeah, this is the so last How many Patreon people do you have? 
It depends on the time of year, but it's it, it hovers between four well, and five hundred. Okay, uh, you, I was going to say you probably don't want to say that number out loud. Okay, well, that, you, that's, you can go that's to Patreon.com/slash/afterthoughtmedia and look at the number. Oh, can you? Okay, I was going to say, or why are, are are we limiting ourselves by? We've always wanted to do a podcast together, but is it yeah. limiting ourselves to only do it for Patreon people? I mean, look, here's the deal. Is, no, well, let, let, I mean, we could we could get we could get thousands of listeners. We could become the next yeah. Regis and Kathy Lee yeah. or something. Yeah. Hold on, Here. I I do have things to say about it. I just think it's boring for everybody listening. So let's talk about this after supper. Okay, but, but okay. For right now, Adam. But this is your last time right now on the free feed. Thank you so much for filling in. Well, look, it could be the very last episode of Catching Up ever. It could be. You guys will just have to watch your. Well, actually, if you're. <laughs> I can't say it. Um, yes, it could. Yeah. So, uh, but this, but the, the, me and you talking, that's going to be on Patreon. All right. It's going to, con- the conversation will continue, but just on Patreon. So, uh, if you, if, if this is interesting to you, join Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthought media at the $1 level and you will get throwing down with Adam and Joe. But, uh, for now, Adam, thank you so much for talking to me these past four weeks. Go to hell, Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash CU Podcast and on Twitter at CU Podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail. They never miss a week.